Welcome to the Echo Cast, episode 41. Happy New Year, 2019. Feels like it just turned 2018. I hope you all turned off your computers for Y2K. You never know when it's going to strike. There's no exact date. Just be weary. I feel like I've said it almost every episode for the last few weeks. I'll say it again. I have no idea how long this episode's gonna be. Could be 10 minutes, could be an hour. We'll see how much I rant. Well, let's get it started. Content update. I have a new secret lab, Omega Chair. Cookies and cream. They were having a sale for like 30-something percent off, I think. And uh, I pulled the trigger. So a few people uh, donated to help me out a little bit with buying it. Thanks to those people. Uh, mostly thank you to Bay Diesel, who didn't murder me when it showed up. Uh, it's great. I may do a review video on it. I can't really decide. Um, I don't think I really have the skills to handle that, but... Maybe I'll do it just for fun. I do have some new YouTube videos. I've been trying out kind of a new format. It's not a new format in general. I'm just trying to stay under five minutes, only give the news in the first 30 seconds or so, and then discuss the issue a little bit. It's quite the tried and true thing. My big thing is that um, I'm gonna, I, I really want to stick with and, and not deviate from uh, you know, staying away from clickbait and stuff like that. I'm just going to try to bring specific news that we had a little bit this week that I'll cover or some speculation that's clearly speculation. Isn't hidden alpha info, isn't, you know, just made up stuff for the sake of sensationalism. Either pure speculation or pure facts. So please check it out. I put out two videos last week. Uh, one's got something like 800-something views. The other one has around 400, I think. Uh, it's just that that's more views on a couple of videos, especially in the same week, than I think I've ever had. I've got a few videos with a few more views, but th th it was over. It's been over a year. So I really appreciate it. It's um, surprising and really, really cool, and I very much appreciate it. And um, I'm excited to keep making them. I, I think we'll have plenty to talk about kind of as we move forward. And those videos will be kind of a compliment to the stream um, and a compliment to the podcast. So I may cover similar topics, but I know a lot of people probably only catch me in one way. So if I repeat, I'll try not to. Uh, but keep that in mind. Um, I think I'm going to try to do a couple of videos a week and then every Saturday do like a news wrap up video. Right now, those are pretty short. Uh, I suspect here in a few weeks those will be a, a bit longer, but you know, we'll we'll wait to see. The last thing I have is uh, on January 12th, uh, by the time you hear this, it should be the, the coming Saturday, I am going to do an Autism Speaks charity stream. I did this last year, uh, raised I believe a, a little over $1,200, um, just insane, really, really cool. Uh, it, it's a great organization that's... Uh, helps families directly, um, kind of helps in the public eye and, and making people aware of the issues that people 
um, deal with with autism who actually have it and the families because uh, they both have their own struggles and um, it's just it's something that's dear to my heart it has something to do with what I do for my personal job and I can't wait um, Amper gave me some division PC gold codes I tried to get them to give me something division 2 related but uh, you know that that's all under wraps right now I'm sure um, I do have a copy of the Xbox Starlink game, including the the toy and all the attachments, and um, I'm going to give that away. Um, I haven't gotten much response otherwise, so I'll probably be giving away uh, maybe some gift cards, some Amazon gift cards, um, some Bond merch. We'll, we'll mix it up a little bit. My goal is to give away something for every $100 that we raise, so you know we'll see how that goes. Uh, when I did the stream last time, it lasted about 11 hours, and I swear that I spent about five of it <laughs> doing the giveaways, which is great, um, but I think the way the stream is set up now, the giveaways will be easier, so we shall see. So, uh, January 12th at 8 a.m. Um, Eastern Time, United States, I will get started. Um, if I need to go 12 hours, I might. Um, I kind of hope I don't, <laughs> but we'll kind of see how it goes. Um, I'm probably going to play a decent amount of Division. Um, I'm sure some Blackout. I've picked up a few other games. Uh, Celeste, um, a Bomber Crew game um, that we got for free through Twitch. Um, maybe some Siege. We'll, we'll, I'll probably spend a couple hours on each game and, and just kind of see how it goes. So... If uh, there's anything you're willing to do to help promote uh, by retweeting tweets and, and, and so on, um, I'd really appreciate it. State of the game recap. Oh, this is my favorite one for the last, what, two months? I don't, off the top of my head, remember the last day of the game. Is it November? Maybe? Maybe longer? I don't know. Well, no state of the game, if you couldn't tell. Um, once again... I don't know how many times now I'm going to throw it out there that we need clarification on the stash box, what the additional activities are in the season pass, PC anti-cheat information. I just think it can only help. I've been saying for a while that I believe this information when it comes out is going to be positive and is, is literally going to encourage people to be more excited about the game. Um, this is pretty much directly related to... All of the people I've seen saying, yeah, I want to pre-order, but I'm kind of waiting for some more info. I want to see some more gameplay. Uh, <clears throat> we, you know, I made a somewhat complainy tweet uh, about, you know, the, the French division, the official Twitter posted this little trailer and it's just cut up scenes from the trailer from June. I don't. No teaser trailers, no new trailers, nothing. Like, I just don't... There's a plan. I trust the people with the plan. I trust the PR team. I know a couple of them. They're awesome people. I trust everyone. But I really do... I am just... Just very uneducated. I don't know anything. Because even right now, like right before Christmas or even today, if they released a 30-second teaser trailer with all new footage... People would lose their mind. There'd be a hundred videos up, cutting down every single second of it. I'd probably do it too. I just don't, I don't know. But we need that information. I suspect it can only be good for the game. People want to pre-order. They just want 
they want to feel like they're more educated than they currently are. So there's that weekly rant. I can't wait for that to be over. The division news, right? Should might as well just start calling it the division two news. Uh, we had a few, a few things here. Uh, we had the ESRB ratings release their rating for division two, uh, kind of as expected. It was rated as mature, uh, because of using guns and killing people, uh, as well as cursing. Uh, it did mention, uh, drug and drug paraphernalia and it specifically talked about um, the drug spice being discussed and used and uh, what I found the most exciting was that it, it depicted some graphic cutscenes which leads me to believe they're going for a more gritty maybe a more rough storytelling technique this time in division one there's a few of those side trailers um, the side intel you can find the video footage and stuff where uh, there's some graphic scenes, but nothing too bad. This sounds, uh, it talks about people being shot up close in the head, people being beaten with a hammer. Um, I mean, it sounds like uh, whoever we're dealing with or the, the type of things uh, or cinematics we're gonna see this time may be pretty rough. And uh, I think that's great. I think this could be um, you know, a potential for a really gritty, interesting story. Uh, the, the spice thing I find interesting. People are really jumping on that. So in, in the United States, there's a thing called K2. It's also known as spice. Um, it's, uh, it's synthetic marijuana, basically, but it has some very different effects. And um, some people have gone uh, a little nuts when they use it. Um, I, I think this is either coincidence or just a reference. I, I, I don't think that we're going to have K2 in Division 2. <laughs> I could be wrong, um, but I suspect it's either a coincidence or a, or a reference, less than a, uh, a direct a direct use of something that already exists. But who knows? I could be wrong. Uh, what is probably the biggest news to a lot of people is the Julian Garrity tweet. If you follow my YouTube, if you follow my Twitter, you have seen this. Um, in a conversation with Mark of Blades, uh, he posted something about no information. I replied saying, hey, I have, a, I have a feeling either plans changed or uh, what, what Julian talked about at Ubi Day uh, with DZ information in December. Uh, maybe he wasn't, maybe it wasn't allowed to come out. Maybe it was referencing that creator event. And lo and behold, uh, I get a reply from Julian himself um, that basically confirmed that. That basically said, hey, we did release a, a ton of DZ information in December. Uh, it was during the creator event in Malmo, North Carolina. Uh, unfortunately, he um, doesn't make the, the decisions on what information is released or not. Side note, I, I bet if he made the decisions, we would probably know too much about Division 2 right now. So, But he basically clarified that, hey, you know, I didn't, our communications team handles what gets released and what doesn't. And uh, the decision was to embargo that information until further notice. So in his tweet, he specifically mentioned that uh, lots of new info was coming soon-ish. So I think he was trying to keep people from thinking anything was coming out like the next day, um, but trying to keep people somewhat satisfied that there was news coming relatively soon. I certainly hope so. <laughs> I'm, I'm very patient. I feel like uh, the number of times I've been accused of being a shill or being paid by Ubisoft or being a suck up or some more graphic things. Uh, 
even I'm kind of impatient at this point, and uh, that, that's probably fairly apparent in a lot of ways. Um, I'm still super pumped. I'm super excited. I have tons of respect, and, and I'm, I'm cool with everyone that's involved in the game. Um, I, I just, I'm just impatient, and I want more. Um, on that note, I think I've said it before, but I want to quickly say it again. I think that people do need to kind of realize, though, that um, with the way this information is coming out or isn't coming out, um, I think people need to realize that there's a relatively small number of us who are keeping track like hour by hour of what is coming with Division 2 and, and constantly checking and looking out for it. Hell, maybe it's just me. I bet it's not, though. And so one thing I've realized is that the average person who's going to buy this game, the first game sold, what, 2 million copies in the first week or month or whatever. I suspect this game is going to perform maybe not as successfully, Maybe, though. Um, people have to realize that 99% of the people who buy this game probably don't even know when it releases. Probably aren't keeping up with it. They may know that it comes out in March, but they'll worry about it then. They're excited about Anthem. They're still playing Destiny. They're knocking out some Madden. They're knocking out some FIFA. Uh, they're, they're playing a lot of other games, and, and they aren't just focusing on the Division. Uh, being an adult and being very busy uh, and being a little obsessed um, myself and I think a lot of other people um, fixate on this one game and maybe don't realize that um, the reason information comes out the way it does is because that's the way it works for the vast majority of customers do I think that you know I don't think that means they're forgetting the more serious or hardcore people or the fanboys or whatever you want to call them I think they're just realizing that basing their entire media campaign and PR and marketing on maybe 1% of the community um, it just isn't what how they do it. I've come to realize that that's helped me be a little bit more patient, but come on, let's get some more. I want it now. <laughs> okay. Uh, a quick little thing I saw today, a survivor um, who I know from Reddit and from Twitter posted on Reddit um, about a game, which I believe is like GameStop in the UK. And they posted, they have their own specific pre-order just for their company um, that has a couple extra things, I think. But one thing that's in that is there's a description of the game and it talks about the single player campaign and it speaks of it being about 40 hours long. Now this isn't giant big breaking news, I don't think. I think it's interesting though. And I think um, that that's about what I would say most people spent on Division 1 to play through the story unless they were really beasting through it or really just skipped it or were boosted or whatever. Um, and, and so that's cool. I think that's a, you know, that's a pretty substantial story if you think about it because it's a game that's meant to be played for many, many, many more hours um, in endgame. So a lot of games like this, I would say Destiny 2, I can't remember how long that single player was. But I don't think it was anywhere near 40. I played through it twice all the way and almost fell asleep the entire time. But um, I think 40 hours is pretty substantial for a game that wants you to get to the end game. Um, obviously, the story is going to be cool and exciting and interesting. But the, the, the Division, and especially the Division 2, really starts at the end, if that makes sense. Um, so I think that's, that's a great sign. I, I'm really excited to see... Um, where that takes us around DC, what kind of missions we do, what kind of intel we find, and what kind of story they, they lay out for us. 
Uh, the final thing is just speaking about the beta. I've been seeing lots of things popping up. It's uh, it reminds me of the old uh, my dad works for Nintendo kind of thing. Um, where a lot of people have these inside sources on when the beta is coming. Um, the interesting thing is that they all must be wrong because none of them are saying the same thing. So I've been predicting for a while that the beta would come in the middle or end of January, the private beta. Um, I've seen a few people literally on Reddit be like, well, I called Pepsi uh, because of that Mountain Dew promotion. Um, and they said that, you know, the Mountain Dew promotion uh, wording gives the impression they'll be responding to people on the 16th, which may lead to believe that the beta may start on like the 18th or 19th. I've seen other stuff now that's suggesting it may not start until the 25th, 26th, 27th in that window. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> it, I would love for it to start tomorrow. Um, I think it really does need to happen this month, though. I think it'd be smart if they did it. I would say that week of the 20th is probably the latest they should really go. Um, because I'm under the impression that that closed beta will probably be in February. And I'd be surprised um, if they don't run that around the same time the Anthem comes out. That would be a big, uh, you know, flop their thing out on the table and say... Have a, have a look at this. Oh, that was super inappropriate. I'm very sorry, but I'm going to leave it in. Um, so if they're going to have that beta in that window on the, the week of the 10th or 17th of February, um, I can't imagine they would have the private beta like the third. It's too close. You know, it doesn't make, that wouldn't make sense, but who knows? I don't know anything. We'll figure it out. But either way, I'm excited to play it. I'm excited to stream it. I'm excited to make actual content about it. I'm, I'm excited to actually talk about details of the game. Obviously, we can't talk about the alpha. There's a five-year NDA on that. But we can talk about what's in the beta. And I can still talk about whatever I saw in the demo. I'm excited to see what the beta looks like compared to the demo I played forever back. Because that, that demo definitely still kind of felt like a, a proof of concept almost. I'm sure it was. And I'm sure it was much more than that. Um, but I'm really curious to see, uh, cause the beta will essentially be a demo and it will essentially hopefully be, uh, extremely fleshed out and I'm really excited to see it. So for the speculation and discussion section, well, I'm just out of stuff to go on right now. If I have to be totally honest and, and I can tell from when I asked, uh, people for topics and questions and stuff that uh, people just don't have anything left and, and that's fine. It's all good. I, I feel your pain. So I'm going to go down the super scary road of community topics and just things I've noticed and uh, maybe my my commentary on them. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of really interesting stuff about um, uh, like these large streamers who either were affiliated with Division 1 or weren't, um, either coming, coming to the, the Division 2 in some way. So we're seeing a lot of old streamers, um, big and small, I'm seeing everything. Um, coming back and doing shield streams and, and stuff like that. Um, I'm seeing various people make commentary both ways. I'm seeing people, you know, kind of ripping on these these people for coming back to the trough. I'm seeing people, um, you know, those people who are coming back saying, hey, we can only help. Uh, we love the game too, you know. Um, my opinion on it is that anyone who's like partnered and who does this full time, I, I don't blame them for not playing the division exclusively exclusively for the last three years you can't do it uh you, you have to have some variety i think that a big streamer like that can definitely um main a game um but they have to throw in some variety and as someone who loves the division 
there simply was never enough content for the division one to keep someone full-time for three years it's just it's not there um the first year maybe but then it was so rough because of various issues the second year not really i mean year two of division was really cool um they introduced some cool stuff to us but to act like they were introducing like new content every other month to do that would really keep people interested on top of the fact that PvP has just kind of always been a hot mess one way or the other in this game. I don't really care for the whole idea of people ripping on those people for coming back. For me personally, I'm assuming that my stream is going to be a ghost town for the first couple weeks of Division 2. Um, I know the loyal people will be there. I know a lot of people will probably pop in and say hi. Um, that's why I'm kind of trying to expand some of my reach with the podcast and YouTube. And I'm trying to kind of funnel people, you know, to make sure people know that the little, the, the little guy is here. The little, not so little guy. Um, I, I, so yeah, so I get why some smaller streamers and people who never left the game are kind of ambivalent. Um, but at the same time, I don't, I don't think any of those people are full-time streamers. Or people who are really trying to get partnered and stuff. There's some people really killing it right now in the division and streaming. Um, Praetorian is the one that really stands out to me. He just murders it every time he gets on stream. Uh, and and all and hats off to him. The dude is very impressive. I, I don't I don't get it uh, from my perspective. Um, dude's just got a great personality. He's fun to watch and. Um, I think people need to realize that uh, we all need to worry a lot more about ourselves than other people. Uh, that dude worries about you know his deal. He's super nice to everyone who supports him. He's I've never seen him be mean to anyone, um, and he just he he works his shit, and that's how what I think everyone needs to do. That said, I'm also seeing a lot of the big people, um, really kind of doing a little talking down or a little talking to. Um, you know, I've, I'm seeing videos and I'm seeing tweets from people, basically telling people what they should what they, what they should think, how they how they should be okay with things. And um, I'm definitely uh, the type of person who, the more someone tries to tell me what to think, the the more I'm gonna raise my eyebrows and kind of snicker at them. Um, I think it's really awesome for large creators, especially, to to give their informed opinions, uh, to to and you know to give people information. Um, and then let them kind of decide what to think or, or do. Um, I'm seeing a lot of uh, very promoted things as well um, by, by lots of people uh, that are basically, you know, lectures on what they think and, and, and that you should think that too. And, and I'm not a big fan of that. On this, on this you know, in my mediums, um, I've always tried to be really upfront about like, hey, I don't think you should agree with me unless you want to. I'm not telling you what to think. I, I literally, um, I don't want to say I don't care what you think. Um, I'm just not expecting you to agree with me. Um, I've always been very proud of that. I feel like a good quarter of the people who follow me regularly uh, disagree vehemently with what I say and think. Um, that's something I'm really proud of because it leads me to believe that those people feel comfortable following me. Um, even though we don't agree, there's, there's a lot of other people in gaming in general, and especially in the division community where if you disagree with them at all, and I'm talking large and small, I'm talking very large and small who, if you don't, if you don't drink their juice, if you don't drink the Kool-Aid, they block you, uh, they write you off. You don't matter anymore. 
So my, my little message with that is definitely listen to people and get opinions from all over the book. Um, but, but be really leery of people selling the snake oil. Be really leery of people um, who, who feel that they have the right or that they have the perspective to tell you what to think. Um, because I think those people, uh, even if they're well-intentioned, um, may not be the most credible sources on earth. Uh, and, and that's kind of what I'm going to say about that. I'm not calling anyone out. Just saying. Just be mindful of who you're listening to. Another little fun topic I've seen shooting around, and I think I'm actually going to make a video about this, a real quick one, is a movement in the Division 2. So some very bored people um, have been throwing out lots of opinions and, and, and thoughts on this, and I'm seeing tons of misinformed uh, stuff. Um, so the, I'll acknowledge that if people give their opinion on that and um, if they feel like the movement in Division 2... Um, I assume they're talking about the demo because I know none of them are going to are talking about the alpha because that's under NDA and they should never do that. But um, I've been seeing a lot of comparisons between Division Two and Wildlands, and I'm just going to come straight out and say that that's wrong. They're very different in my experience with the demo. Let's make that clear. So there's two concessions I'm willing to make. Um, the Division 2, it seems the camera angle has changed pretty drastically uh, from what I've seen. Um, it seems like it's a lot more sucked in on the character, maybe even a little bit lower, uh, which is, and it's extremely similar to Wildlands. It, in that way, uh, the angle or perspective, I guess, very similar. Uh, the other similarity, I guess, I would concede is that there's some more momentum to your character. So um, that there's a, in the demo, I could tell there was a really blatant change where um, I don't know if it's like a sprint cooldown plus some other movement mechanics, but essentially like your character feels like they have momentum. So when you stop or when you go one direction, then the other direction really quickly, it's not instant. And in division one, it basically is. Um, and it causes issues like the good old chicken dance where the movement, uh, the server basically can't keep up with your movement and causes you to flip flop all over the place and, and you can't be hit. Um, so I'll concede those two things. The angle is definitely similar, similar to Wildlands and the, um, the, the momentum, I guess, is similar. What isn't the same, um, and what I've noticed is a lot of the people commenting on Wild on this and saying it's exactly the same as Wildlands, are also saying how much they hated Wildlands and how much they never wanted to play it. So what that leads me to believe is maybe those people didn't play very much Wildlands. Uh, maybe they didn't even play it at all, perhaps. And um, while I've always been pretty critical of the game, I don't feel like it's a true Ghost Recon game. Um, I've played it a fair amount. I've even streamed it a decent amount. And um, from playing the demo, and from playing Wildlands, um, they're, they're not the same. Uh, Wildlands is very, to me, it's very clunky. Um, it's, it's very uh, sloppy, kind of... You just don't feel connected to your character very well. Um, and the cover system on top of that is just atrocious. With Division 2, with the demo I got to play at E3 and the footage that we've seen... Um, 
Despite the momentum, I still felt like the characters felt really snappy and very responsive to controls. Um, the, and the cover system's still there. It's the same cover system. I've been seeing that too. I've been seeing people say they think that the cover system's the same as Wildlands, where it's like adaptive. So if you if you kneel by something by cover, it automatically does cover. That's not true. Still the same cover system. At least it was in the demo. So, um, you know, the people talking about this, some people, it seems like people who are genuinely concerned and don't know. Some people I know they know, um, and I think they're just being provocateurs. Um, again, it goes back to my point before that there's people um, in the community who don't want the game to succeed because the more they can complain about the game, the better um, their uh, various social media and creative avenues will go. Um, so I'm just going to say that the perspective I have is that while, um, division two, definitely the characters have a little more weight and that the camera perspective is definitely different, uh, that the controls are in no way, shape or form exactly the same as wildlands. And I think, um, because of some of the misgivings people have with wildlands, um, saying that it's exactly the same, um, it's very possible you just have a different opinion than me, and I'm cool with that. Um, but I, I think that's either someone who doesn't have enough experience with either, or is simply just trying to rile people up. But who knows? I certainly don't. Um, the last thing I'll talk about is I think we're, we're definitely coming into that season of the Anthem versus Division 2 conversation. So I'm sure this is something we'll be talking about. Uh, just before recording this, I saw that Anthem is going to be doing an open beta on, um, I believe, the 1st of February through the 5th. Uh, it looks like they're doing a closed beta as well for pre-orders um, the week before, I believe. Um, I, I will very likely stream at least that open beta if I'm able. Um, I played in the alpha. Uh, they were pretty strict about what we can and can't say. Um, and to be totally honest, I could care less about them, what they say. But from a professional standpoint, um, and, and the appearance, uh, I, I won't, you know, drop a bunch of information and such. Um, but neat, but I will just basically say I was not a fan. Um, not even talking about their alpha, but just talking about that game in general. When they announced, I was super excited. Uh, I was also really excited that, um, you know, we didn't know Division 2 was coming at that time. But there was a good idea, and I was like, man, this could be really cool to have a game like this. Um, that despite how many times I see people compare Anthem and Division, it's not the same. It's definitely way more like Destiny or Warframe. I don't get it. They're very different games. But um, I think I thought, oh man, this is going to be great. We have two games that can complement each other really well. The same way as I think Destiny and Division complement each other well without being the exact same games, um, especially in the way they play. Uh, and then, uh, so that first trailer came out in 17 of Anthem. I was super pumped. And then in 18, they, they dropped a bunch of gameplay. And while everyone was oohing and all, and I'm sitting here looking at it like, Dew. like, man, I don't know. This this looks kind of generic to me. I, I'm not sure. Uh, I know they've done a lot of streams lately, and they've been showing a lot of stuff. The ones I've caught have been much less than impressive. Um, I think the hype train's going pretty hard on this game with a lot of people, and that's awesome, honestly. If you're pumped about Anthem, don't listen to me. I'm an idiot. Ignore me completely. Um, but but I do... I see a lot of similarities um, to Division 1 and Anthem. 
and how um, the stuff they're showing seems very selective, um, especially from my experience in the alpha. I think um, I think they're being very selective in what they're showing, and I'm really curious about what this beta is going to show. Um, I'm, I'm extremely curious about the beta uh, because, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. So. You know, I, the, the biggest issue I have is that they're so close that even if Anth even if Anthem looked like it was going to be like the best game ever made, I'd probably still not get into it for a few months because I know I'll be diving in the division. That said, um, if by like the fall or winter of 19 of this year, Anthem looks like it's in good shape, maybe there's some good deals on it, uh, I'll be happy to jump in. But I'll just say that from their streams to the alpha to a lot of the information and the type of information they've been given out. I don't know, man. We'll see. I want it to be good. I've said this in tweets uh, and, and, and on stream and stuff that even if I don't want to play it, like I don't want to play Destiny 2. I'm good. I got my fill of that game. Um, but I want it to be good. I want Anthem to be good because if those games are good, they make their competitors better. And the competitor that I care about is Division and Division 2. Um, and if, if they have to be better to, to compete with those games when they're good, uh, it helps everyone. It, it, the more good games, the better for everyone. So I'll be hopeful as much as I can. And that's what I've got this week. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please comment, subscribe, do the things. If you're watching this in any other way, especially on iTunes, if you can leave me a review, I would very much appreciate it. That really helps me uh, be promoted and seen on those platforms. Uh, if you want to ask a question for a future episode, uh, check me out on Twitter or on Discord. The link for both of those should be somewhere in a description where you're looking. You can find the Echo Cast on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. You can support me, or this podcast in general, through Anchor as a supporter or on Twitch with sub bits, tips, and so on. If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch as Bond Diesel. I'm on Instagram as Bond Diesel underscore Twitch. Thank you very much. If you're new, welcome. I hope you come back. If you've been here before, I very much appreciate you returning. And with that said, until next time. One, two, three.